0: In the Lab, a Texans podcast that takes a different look at things. Drew Doherty and John Harris have their lab coats and goggles on and the Bunsen burners burning. Here's Drew.
1: Welcome, one. Welcome, all, to In the Lab. Drew Doherty with my good pal John Harris waving his big paw there. He has size 57 hands. It's a large hand and a half. And 57 and a half. Largest a half. hands in the In the Lab podcast universe how are you buddy
0: uh I am doing very very well yes these these mitts right here they're not quite uh you know DeAndre Hopkins or you know DeForest Buckner DeForest Buckner had sized almost 12 inch hands but uh when I was in I was in seventh grade when we did our team picture you you do team team picture for basketball and you Mm -hmm. all sit there and then somebody holds the ball you know in the middle they were like Johnny just palm ball so so I sat for our team picture, and I'm I'm palming two basketballs in seventh grade. So, uh, wow. I've had these paws for a long time. So, combine these paws with this head in seventh grade with, like, this stick body. I look like most Marmaduke.
1: You a Marmaduke.
0: Yeah, I look like a stick drawing on the back of, you know, people's car, you know. This seventh grader will beat up your tenth grader.
1: It's always something to hang your hat on, for yeah, sure. Of course. That was David Anderson, too. He grew early. Listen, today we're going to have fun again. We're, this is very in the labby. All of them are in the labby, but this is especially in the lobby because you and I are going to add some help from the outside, but we're adding help really from within the state. We're sending Texans to the Texans, meaning you and I are going to ping pong back and forth. We each get two players to add to the current Texans roster players who are not on the Texans, but they're in the NFL and they played their high school ball in a Texas high school. So... You can't get guys who were coming in from out of state and starring at Texas, like Ricky Williams back in the day. He's from San Diego. Getting Ross Blacklock made me think of all this because it's like he's just down the road. You're adding local help. So we're going to do that. And I know one of the first names that comes to mind is the reigning Super Bowl MVP, the 2018 NFL regular season MVP, Patrick Mahomes. He'd be a good guy to add to any team. But I think you and I both agree. We like the guy under center for the Texans. and. You know, there's help you can get elsewhere, right?
0: Yeah, we're good. We're good. Number four, we're good. And it's interesting you, brought, you bring this up today, Drew, because back, oh, uh, speaking of Mahomes, it was probably about, well, I don't know, about four four weeks ago, maybe, maybe less than that, about three, four weeks ago, Patrick Mahomes and Miko Hardman got in a, in a fight, yeah. in a, fight uh, a discussion of who would win if you for if you made a team of players from the state of Georgia, yeah, versus players from the state of Texas, right? So I've already done some advanced homework on this particular <laughs> task that we're about to do. Um, but you're right, Patrick Mahomes. No, that the irony the irony is that the Texas team would feature Patrick Mahomes, and the Georgia team would feature Deshaun Watson. Yeah, no doubt. But in this case, they're flipped because we want number four. He's our guy.
1: Right. We're not going with a quarterback. You could also do, do Matt Stafford or Drew Brees or uh, yeah. Tannehill. There's a number of options wow. you could go yeah. with. Yeah, you can yeah. go down, down the line, Texas quarterbacks. But we're going to go Johnny elsewhere. Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel, oh. yeah, sure. We're going to go elsewhere for help. Okay. And I'm going to start things off. I know we're going to get pass rush help, so I'm going to wait. And I'm going to get a non-negotiable. This guy must be added to the Texans if he's available. And I'm going with a safety. It's Jamal Adams. I don't, Yeah. Yep. You know, okay. he's, he's played his high school ball up in uh, the Metroplex, Louisville Hebron High School. It's listed as Carrollton Hebron, but I, I'm yeah. pretty sure it's Louisville Hebron. I think
0: it is Louisville, yeah.
1: Yeah. This guy's a playmaker. You pair him up with Justin Reed. I love what they can do. I think the safeties for the Texans are going to work out well. We heard defensive coordinator Anthony Weaver talking last week about how excited he is about the safety group currently with the Texans but if you can add a playmaker like that to this team make it happen because I know elsewhere we're going to add some pass rush help which I think you should also bolster as well but safety helps at a premium too and that's who I like I'm going with Jamal Adams
0: yeah Jamal Adams is a good one you know when Jamal Adams was on the block or there were rumors that he was on the block Mm -hmm. it was like but I know he's going to be expensive but man I watched of course, I watched him up close, and we saw him up close against us in 18, and he's just as impressive live. But I saw him uh, against, uh, uh, against Texas Tech, against Patrick Mahomes. Right. In that Texas Bowl. I mean, that Texas Bowl, we we'll go back and look at it. Between Leonard Litter Fournette and Patrick stars, Mahomes. Man. Oh, stars, man. stars. Loaded. Yeah. So loaded in that particular game. He's been on, on the field. He's tremendous. I watched on NFL Game Pass, they have these things called whiteboard sessions. And Brian Baldinger and Ron Jaworski bring in players. From all different walks of football life, if you will, and so they brought in Jamal Adams to do a film session, basically, and he was unbelievable. I was just blown away. Just the things that he saw, the things that he pointed out, that he was recognizing, that I was like, "This guy,
1: wow!" And that's why he that's why he paired nicely in that safety room in the defensive backs room with Justin yep. Reed, because Justin Reed. Everybody says the same things about him as far as, di- as, far as diagnosing film, so on and yep. so on. He learned he picked that up from his brother who, by, by the way, was an, an LSU safety. So, yeah, they, they make nice kindred spirits there at the back of that defense.
0: Yeah. Now, I know that the Texans have attacked the pass rush. They've added Ross Blacklock inside. Mm-hmm. They have added uh, John Grenard to the outside. Um, hopefully, you know, things are going to work out and we're going to get confirmation about Timmy Jernigan. We'll see. Uh, where that goes, but I always feel like you can continue to strengthen a strength. Mm-hmm. And I know some people say, "Well, is that a strength for the Texans?" And hopefully, by the the amount of draft equity, the amount of free agent equity that they have at that position, they'll eventually be able to find the right mix. And combined with uh, Anthony Weaver and the scheme and different things they're going to do, they're going to be able to get to the quarterback. That said. There are three guys that I'm looking at and I'm trying to decide which one makes the most sense because Von Miller makes a ton of sense. He's also, he's also up in years. Miles Garrett makes a ton of sense because he is as freaky as anybody I've ever seen on a football field. But I still think he's more athlete than football player yet. But to me, one of the most underrated pass rushers in the entire league, who was dominant last year, and the Saints could not block him in a wild card game, was Daniil Hunter. Got him. Yeah. Got him. Good, good, yeah. Good Got call. him. Good call. Yeah. And so when I, when I said I did some homework, Drew, I went through and I put together an 11 on offense and 11 on defense. And I tried to figure out, like, how I was going to stuff everybody into, into this roster. And so basically what I ended up with was two defensive linemen and four edge rushers. <laughs> and I just—I mentioned two of the three, the other one being Jerry Hughes. I don't know if Jerry will end up being drafted, but Jerry was an incredible player in high school at Sugar Bush High School. In fact, my dad coached against him when he was a running back. And then they moved him when he got to TCU to become an edge rusher. Uh, and obviously, the rest is history. But Daniel Hunter, to me, is the most – which is weird to say because coming out of LSU, he was not polished at all. Yeah. He was still kind of gangly and awkward a little bit. But, man, he had some pass rush abilities. And he just tore it up in 2019. So I'm going to take Daniil Hunter as my first pick off the edge from Morton Ranch High School.
1: Yeah, he tore it up last year. He tore it up the year before as well. I mean, he, he's, it's a couple of 14 and a half sack seasons. That's pretty darn good. And Morton Ranch obviously represented. So we've got Louisville Hebron, Morton Ranch. And now for my final pick, mm, this is tricky because.
0: Did I take your guy?
1: I mean, he was, he was definitely, he was one of them. But there's a few other options. I really really want to take Mike Evans, because I think out of all these guys, aside from Von Miller, mm-hmm. I think he's the very best player of them all. yes, aside from von Miller, Von's be- the best right but then I think Mike Evans is, but I think then you're they're strengthening in a strength and then there's like choking on a strength, and I think that would be <laughs> I think that would be the, the problem here, so yeah, Mike Evans, as much as I love you and I would love to have you on my team the 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 end is full tonight, okay, so now, hmm. I'm really, I'm really tempted by also adding Vaughn yes, or Jeff Okuda because I think young cornerback help is, is something to be – there's something to be said for that. He went to South Grand Prairie High. But he's not a proven quantity yet. He's still, he's still a rookie. And, man, Ed Oliver is still sitting out there. And I know Ross Blacklock is somewhat similar position-wise, but Ed Oliver yeah. can move around. Ross Blacklock can move around. And if you're messing with people and you've already got Daniil Hunter off the edge – Yep. I think I'm going to go with Ed Oliver. So you'd add Oliver and Blacklock in the middle, two young dudes. Then you got Daniil Hunter, who's he's about five years in now. It's, it's a pretty young pass rush to yep. go with Whitney, to go with J.J. Watt and the other guys there. So I'm going to add Ed Oliver. You cool with that? Does that work for you?
0: Wow. We're pretty good up front. Daniil Hunter, Ed Oliver, J.J. Watt, Ross Blacklock, Whitney Merciless. We're very, very good. Now, there was – one name when you said Jeffrey Okuda, I went, oh no, is the <laughs> name that I was thinking about, and I've got it down to two names, and I'm trying to figure out. Because you mentioned Mike Evans, and I and I considered Mike, and I was like, man, I, I love Mike, and I was really high on Mike coming out. I remember when I did my first, it was kind of my first Harris 100. I in 2014, I had Mike at number seven, and I caught more grief for that than maybe any other. Any other thing I did.
1: Hey, in retrospect, you might have had him too low. And, I mean, And then
0: he ended up going six.
1: Yeah. I think six. And I just remember
0: I remember tweeting after that, like, mm, maybe I know what I'm talking about. And then, of course, Mike has turned into a, a big-time player.
1: He's been phenomenal. Yeah.
0: He's been incredible. He
1: might be the greatest Texas receiver of all time, Texas high school receiver.
0: Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, I, I mean, we've gone straight defense. So I figure I do kind of want to go offense a little bit. And Mike makes a ton of sense. However, I'm going to go a little bit younger, similar, but younger. And I know what we have at the wide receiver position. I, I, I understand and strength and strength and all that. I think that Brenham Cubs, Cortland Sutton would end up being a superstar. He's, he's going to be a superstar in our league. He's going to be that guy.
1: I just did my go and red, go yeah. blue, go yeah. Mustangs. I'm a little
0: surprised you didn't come up with that. Well, I, I, I'm all defense. I just think Sutton's, I just think Sutton's a little bit different uh-huh. from what the Texans have at the wide receiver position because of that size. Um, he does have speed. Now, he's not in the same category as these three Jets of Stills, Fuller, and Cooks. But that joker can run. And – I remember there was some debate when he came out in 2018. Hey, he doesn't run fast enough. He doesn't do this. Hey, I don't know. I'm not all impressed. I remember watching the very first time I saw him, and I thought, I don't know what y'all are talking about. This guy can play. This yeah. guy is a big-time player. So I'm going to take Cortland Sutton. He's going into his third year. He has been incredibly productive with really not a ton at quarterback for the Broncos. And now I give him to Deshaun Watson, and I give Deshaun Watson to him. I, because I think we do need to address the offense, we'll go with Cortland Sutton. So, I, right, Daniil Hunter, Cortland Sutton, you go Ed Oliver, and uh, who did I miss? Jamal
1: Adams. Jamal Ma- Adams is first, yeah. So, to recap, wow. three assets on the defense. Jamal Adams at safety out of uh, Louisville Hebron High. You got Ed Oliver out of Westfield here in Houston. And then – and he's up front, obviously, on the, in the interior of the defensive line. And Daniil Hunter from Morton Ranch to bring some pressure off the edge. That's a nice compliment to Whitney, JJ, and the others. And then on offense, you're going with Cortland Sutton over Mike Evans. I know. I know. I, 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 I battled. I can do that. But I'll – that's your pick. And, I, hey, he will make – he would make any team better. But, boy, Mike Evans. Oof.
0: I know. I know. I just – I felt like – I just felt like maybe I was going to be a little bit younger yeah, yeah, and I don't know that youth is really something that I'm totally concerned about with this team. I don't look at it and go, mm, "Yeah, we got to get younger." But I just feel like if I can get younger with Sutton, I'm not paying Mike Evans prices. You know yeah, what that's I mean? true. Yeah, I'm yeah. paying. I'm paying a Cortland Sutton price, which is a. I'm still on a rookie deal now. He'll be up for. He'll be up for a deal after next year. Yeah. And you probably would re up after this year, but still, you get him at that price as opposed to having to pay for Mike Evans. But, Drew, let's just hear some of the names that we left. We left. Now, we said Patrick Mahomes, not he's out. Yeah. You mentioned some of the quarterbacks. How about some of the running backs? Aaron Jones, the Packers, Adam Adrian Adam, Peterson yeah. from mm-hmm. Palestine.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: We mentioned Mike Evans, Corlin Sutton, also Emmanuel Sanders from Belleville. Sure. And how about these offensive linemen from State of Texas?
1: You do Cole Beasley too, if we're gonna if we're gonna keep doing wide receiver you players.
0: Oh yeah, I, uh, yeah. I've got I've got three other receivers too. These are just these are the ones I put in the starting eleven. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how I'm gonna do my offensive line because I got three tackles and two guards. You got who? Jake Matthews? Who else? No, Jake Matthews does not make it. Wow. Okay, who else? Lane Johnson. Uh huh. Trent Williams. Yeah. Jason Peters. Darn. Even That's though a little bad. bit older. Yeah. My guards are Marcus Cannon, Patriots, and Lane Taylor the Packers.
1: You don't want to slide I Matthews had my, in, think he can be like his dad, play a little guard? Well,
0: yeah, I, I thought about that. Um, and I wasn't completely done with this. I was just throwing paint on the cans, But my backup tackles are Jake Matthews and Russell Okun.
1: <laughs> it's not bad.
0: Yeah, defensively.
1: Who, who's your defensively? center? Did you have a center?
0: I didn't have a center. That was the okay. one thing that I, I struggled finding. I probably, there probably is one. I, just, I struggled finding one, so I was like, well, I'm just going with this. Lane Taylor will learn how to play center. Um, <laughs> here's some defensive linemen. All right, here's defense. Ashawn Robinson, we drafted Oliver, drafted Daniel Hunter, obviously Miles Garrett and Von Miller. Jerry Hughes. Yeah. Uh, linebacker, I was looking for a linebacker, and I was like, you know, in the state of Texas, you would think there would be more options at linebacker.
1: Lately, it's been thin there, yeah, or thin. Yeah,
0: earlier. which is weird because that's the kind of player that this state seemingly spits out, you would mm-hmm. think. But Lane Roberts is pretty good. The yeah. guy who played linebacker for the Patriots. But I just figured, I got all these edge rushers. I just need one linebacker on the field, so I went with that. But my se- it's secondary is pretty good. The player, you drafted Jamal Adams. There's also Earl Thomas. Yep. Corner, you mentioned Jeffrey Okuda. And the corner that I almost drafted that I would have taken instead of Cortland Sutton was Xavier Howard. He played Houston Wheatley.
1: He uh, played you at get to- Baylor. You can throw Quandre Diggs in there if you want some slot help. I mean, he's
0: he's the – my backups are Dietrich Wise and Marcus Davenport from the Saints. Nice, yeah. San Antonio. Quandre Diggs. Kenny Vaccaro at safety. Uh, Michael Brockers Mm -hmm. is a defensive lineman. Uh, Tashawn Gibson, safety, corner, Jalen Mills. And then also Solomon Thomas, who was the third pick in the 2017 draft. Mm -hmm. Who still hasn't hasn't gotten there yet, but pretty good player coming out of Stanford. So – uh, yeah, this state has really good. Now, what's interesting is I went through and I did. I was like, okay, I want to test Miko Hardman. Is Miko Hardman just FOS on this, or does he have, does he have, uh, does he have a point? I was like, okay, let's do this. Here's Georgia's starting offense. Now you can put them together however you want. Here's their starting offense. Quarterback, obviously number four out of Gainesville High. Running back, Nick Chubb. The wide receiver slash weapon X. I got four of them. Miko Hardman, Chris Conley, and then wait for it, Alvin Kamara and Tyreek Hill. Mm, that's tricky. The offensive line, the two tackles are Trent Brown and Orlando Brown. Okay. A little Zeus. The guards are Cordy Glenn, James Carpenter, who played Alabama, and then the center is David Andrews, who played at the University of Georgia, and now is with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. They're – I have there are three tight ends, which I didn't put a tight end because I have Kamara and Hill at the starting 11. Jared Cook, Evan Ingram, Gerald Everett. Backup wide receivers Demarcus Robinson, Brashad Perryman. So Miko Hartman kind of had a point in that Georgia's, Georgia's is, pretty, is pretty good. Uh, their defense is pretty good too. Grady Jarrett, Sheldon Rankins, Cameron Hayward, Vic Beasley, Justin Houston, Bud Dupree, Bradley Chubb. Roquan Smith, Casey Hayward, Kevin Byard, Kareem Jackson, Darius Slate. It's
1: not bad. You got to throw – you know, Florida and California, they probably have a say in some of this too. Yeah. And, and I sent you an article this morning. Uh, Bruce Feldman wrote it, Up, I think yeah. it came out yesterday, about the USC team from 1979. <laughs> Holy moly. I didn't realize it had four Hall of Famers on it. They had two Heisman winners in the backfield. Yeah, Marcus Allen. You had- yeah. Bruce Matthews, yeah. Anthony Munoz. I mean, that, that that team was littered with great players. They're all from the state of California.
0: Yeah. So. I'm sure – oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure if we did and, – and I, as I was doing this exercise, I thought, oh, my God. What if you did it with Florida? Because the one thing for a long time with the state of Florida, like, who would you play at quarterback? Like, that was always kind of an issue. Well, that's kind of easy now because <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Lamar, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Point beach. So, those states – um, yeah, they, they pretty much dominate, and then it's like, all right, well, okay, who would you make the quarterback in California? Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? Right. So yeah, those states end up being uh, pretty salty. But the one thing I noticed as I did this for Georgia and Texas was, my God, what it will be like for Florida. And I haven't done it for Florida. I thought about writing this as a series uh, from a website, Football Do Takeover. It. it would be a pre- it would be pretty interesting to go through and see what Florida would come up with because my God, let me mar jackson is your quarterback just you know marquise brown is all the different players you would have from florida um you know and georgia and florida players are i would say similar the, the difference is you get there's a much better coaching in the state of georgia they pay a lot better um and so you get a little bit more polished player the players that come out of florida raw i yeah. mean raw but really really good um so that's a very interesting exercise to go back and do but Um, We could have kept it just to the city of Houston. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we could have done that with – and we did with Daniil Hunter and Oliver, you know, with those two. Cortland Sutton, Brenham is kind of considered greater Houston area. So, we could have done this just for the city of Houston and come across and done pretty well. This draft did. This last draft was incredible
1: for the city. Yeah, it was was all Houston. Yeah. Yeah. 713 taking over. All right, man. Well, this is fun. We'll do it again next week. Until then – Peace out.